Welcome to the Dynasty Time Podcast. It's the week five recap, and Scott is here along with my co-host, Logan. Scott, it is good to be back. I, I truly did miss you last week. It, uh, it left a little bit of a hole in my heart not to get together with, uh, with you to talk some fantasy football. So it's good to be back. Um, hope you enjoyed your time off and your trip. Yeah, I did, and I missed you as well. It was sad. Uh, I, I didn't miss uh, our guest tonight. Dan's here. I just want to point out that because I was traveling, we just we the, the pod didn't come together. So I think that's pretty much all you need to know about the situation going on here. But you know, welcome Logan. Good to have you back on. And, and another... it, can I just say, just believe it or not, Dan, yeah. I missed you too. Mm-hmm. A lot. Okay. This is very genuine. Uh, we also have a special guest, Paul, on the podcast. Uh, Paul Waza. from Little Buff Birds. Yeah, what's going on? Just a pleasure to be here. That's great. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Yeah. I'm feeling good. You sound great right now. Like, oh, yeah, it's coming through. Crystal yeah. clear. Really? You're the clearest one of everybody, actually. Love that. Love that. Mm-hmm. You're one in four. You're you're one in four, but otherwise it's good. Yeah, I guess let's start there. Uh, has a, I mean, we'll talk later. But one in four uh, with a lot of points. Do you feel like you deserve to be one in four right now? I mean, the little buff boys are real feast or famine team. You know, we come up big some weeks and we just don't show up at all other weeks. So uh, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. I mean. Easily the best division as well. So I've got uh, an uphill battle ahead of me. So we'll see. We'll see what happens over the next uh, few weeks. It's going to be an interesting trade deadline. Uh, One of three teams with over 500 points, by the way. Yeah, it's interesting that you call your division the best division when only one team's over 500. Hmm. That's a good point. It's really yeah. good point. I think I'll have to look at that. But yeah, we're just, Actually, we're, just be, we're just beating up on each other. It feels sad for you that you have a hundred more points than I do, and I'm also one in four. Um, yeah, I just I just am processing that right now. I feel bad for you. I really do. We talk. We haven't had a chance to talk about with you the trade or camps, uh, the trade that kind of shook us up a little bit because we had some great discussions about it. So I think we'll have to, we'll have to get to that yeah. at some point. But I also think when you trade Joe Burrow kind of feels like you're not expecting like to be much better than one in four, but I don't know, maybe others like that trade for you better than I did. I understand why you did it, I guess, but I don't know. Yeah. What do we want to address first? We'll, we'll, the, we'll talk trades. We have a lot of on the division. Topics. On the division, three of the top four points four teams are are in the Champions Conference. Yeah, but four. to be clear, since you guys have stopped playing each other and have played other divisions, you've lost two in a row. Craig's lost three in a row. I mean, it seems like you guys just beat up on each other, and then once once you get out of the division, <laughs> we just beat up on Brian. Still <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll get to some trades in the future, but I think we should run through week five quick. Um, and you know what? I'm just going to start us off. Is that cool? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get this out of the way. Five and zero. Oh, 
NWL beat up on now one and four Green Hell under a hundred points. So pretty disappointing for uh, Logan's team. T Higgins had zero. Uh, his running backs combined for under three points. So issues are are popping up. Just got lucky that Travis Kelsey had four touchdowns and seven receptions. Uh, Logan, are you a little nervous? after last week's performance because it was a little shaky. Um, Absolutely terrified without a doubt. I think um, I got very, very lucky. I think we can acknowledge that Um, at halftime on Monday night football, I was going to lose. And then a series of one yard touchdown passes for no apparent reason to Travis Kelsey kind of saved me. And so um, I fully acknowledge that I am lucky. I also acknowledge that my running back situation pretty dire uh, across the board here. And I just spent about a quarter of my free agent budget to acquire a running back that I made fun of for not knowing he existed two weeks ago. So um, the record looks good. The, uh, the situation, not as, not as good, but I understand it's all relative. I, even with those running backs, I, I got to feel okay with, with where I sit. So I'm not to, I'm not quite sure what I do next, but I guess we'll we'll figure it out as we go here. Good stuff. Uh, just before we move on, Green Hell, kind of a fake 81 points, if you guys look at it. I mean, 49ers put up 19, Devontae Adams put up 26, but the rest of that team, just, just brutal. Um, yeah, I feel like Laverty didn't have a lot of confidence, but I also feel like, you can't be serious with Davis Mills as your only quarterback in a super flex league. I mean, does he know we changed the rules? <laughs> Come on, man. It's a, it's a good point. Uh, uh, yeah. 355 points on the year, which is by far the lowest. Oof. And, and you know what? Scott knows my biggest pet peeve, but he's got an open roster spot that he's just not using. Feels like that could be useful when your only quarterback is Davis Mills. But Could have picked up someone named Eno. I, I mean, freaking, I don't know, P.J. Walker, somebody, bid all your money to get another quarterback because I don't think it's going to work out with, with what he's got here. Let's just let's just chill on, on Green Hill until one more week since I'm, I'm playing him this week. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> just, Najee Harris is due. He can, he can ride uh, Davis Mills on the bye week this week, and then we can have him address his issues. It's interesting that Davis Mills is your quarterback. He, he really does not have a quarterback to start this week, which feels uh, like it should be illegal. Sorry, Paul, but like he's got to <laughs> he's got to pick somebody up and play him. Also got Devonte Adams on by and Josh Reynolds. Devonte is going to is going to a Kansas City jail anyway. Apparently, so yeah, he might not have him available no matter what. Well, there you go. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk a little Buff Boys, uh, Logan. I believe I'll pass it to you. Yes, our, our wonderful guest today, unfortunately, falls to one and four on the year as Little Buff Boys uh, falls to the Misfits, who are a surprising four and one. In a weak division, Misfits have to be feeling good about their chances down the stretch here, led by Nick Chubb, who scored 25 points, and the one-two punch at quarterback finally coming together as Misfits planned with Brady scoring 15 and Cousins scoring 18 to get them the victory. Derrick Henry was dominant for the little buff boys scoring 26 points, but disappointing weeks all around 
by other star buff boys such as CeeDee Lamb and <laughs> George Kittle. Uh, leave their leave them ten points short of a short of a victory. Will be interesting weeks ahead as the little buff boys make decisions on what they're going to do down the stretch. As Misfits are forced to contemplate, do I actually become buyer this year given my division and where I'm at? Back to you. <laughs> Man, that is fucking professional. Just Dude, great reporting. I just want to yeah. point out that two things. One, I just Luke as an individual and as an owner, just what a stand up stand up individual. Love that guy. Uh, secondly, ever since he kind of cussed out Kirk Cousins for that week two horseshit game against the Eagles, he's not been like amazing, but he's been pretty solid as a second quarterback. So nice, nice pep talk from the coach there. And I, I'm going to call it out again every fucking week. Nick Chubb might be the pick of the pick of the whole draft, given where he took him. Um, I mean, first pick of the second round, great spot, great call. Dude has like eight touchdowns. Um, amazing. Yeah, I was annoyed because the early games he had nobody do anything, and I had all late games. So I was like, okay, this is gonna be good. this is gonna be fine. I'm gonna be fine. And then I did nothing. My team laid an egg. Really terrible. Really terrible. Uh, well, as always, always next week. Let's move on quickly. Uh, what do we got? Jutan Clan. Let's let's go to the Jutan clan game, Dan. This is my favorite this is my favorite game of the week. I mean, you guys can probably figure out why for a couple of reasons, but uh, <laughs> obviously, obviously Geno Smith is worth a fourth and a ninth round pick at least. Um, because that's what he was traded for after this another great performance. Uh Jutan clan three and two officially goes over the total the win total for the year. It only took five weeks. I don't know if anybody got paid out on that. Uh, but uh, nice work there. Uh, Elster outperforming his projection by 23 points. Uh, on the flip side, Kripais also outperforming his projection by a handful. Uh, but I would imagine his personal favorite quarterback, Jared Goff, is not performing the way that he expected when he drafted him in like the fifth round. Um, and I believe he's going to blame his son for that one. But, you know, He's calling the shots. So, um, and I, I do want to point out that while Mark Andrews has been absolutely ridiculous, Travis Kelsey would have won Krapias the week this week. Might be the first time I could say that all year. So I had to work that in. Uh, but 94.8 points is nothing to nothing to worry about. Craig's going to be just fine. This was a good matchup. Alistair Buyer? I don't know. Oh, wait, no. He doesn't have a quarterback left on his roster. <laughs> Absolutely insane that Elster's three and two. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Fantasy football is so stupid. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, who knew that Geno Smith, Tyler Lockett was going to be one of the better quarterback wide receiver duos this season? Um, Lockett literally double digit points every week since week one, dropping 25 this week against literally a Saints defense at the Saints. They're supposed to have a really good secondary. I think they do have a really good secondary. I mean, just. Incredible. He's got Jacoby Myers on the bench dropping 20 points. His is Jutan Clan a championship team is deep. Yeah, and this is, I know, it's just like a New York Post headline. Is is Jutan Clan a championship contender? I mean, if you wouldn't have just traded Gino, I think he might, 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 he would have been a playoff team for sure, given that at least five, six other teams are tanking. It's crazy. Wow. 
Nice Club team. Right, we're gonna get I think they're, the I think they're my favorite team. Yeah, for sure. I think they're my favorite team in the league. Uh, <laughs> let's let's move on. I'm oh, sorry. No, I was just gonna say because everybody know everybody knew Raheem Mostert was on the Dolphins. <laughs> I didn't even know that was still a person. I, I thought he I, died. I, I agree. I thought he broke his knee and yeah. his career was over. But anyway, that's enough about Elster. Wow. Uh, speaking of careers being over, Blue Thirty Two saved his career possibly with a win, randomly yeah. putting up over a hundred points. Uh, thanks to what we always said was his strength finally coming through. 109 points, I believe uh, 92 of them coming from his running backs. That's insane. <laughs> As Mitch Trubisky puts up zero. So he wins without a quarterback. Um, I, I assume he knew that Mitch Trubisky wasn't playing and he was just screwed because Mac Jones was also out. But <laughs> let's just give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Um, I love that sure. Drew Locke on his roster still too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, he's really, really rocking it. But you know, gets his first win in league camps. What is there to say? Poor guy. Just he had, you know, Darren Waller puts up zero. Dolphins put up two. Joe Burrow did something that was fun, double digits. Uh, but other than that, nothing to write home about. It's going to be a long year for Connor. Sorry, dude. Anything? I think you covered it. I mean, yeah. I, I, I do. I do want to just go back to the blue thirty-two running backs. Like, whoa! Like, that's. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if we've ever seen anything like that. Have we seen that? Like that strong of three running backs? I mean, those are. I think Hall's been pretty good most of the year, hasn't he? At double digits. Uh, yeah, the last four game. weeks, he's been good. Yeah. Fournette's been great. Eckler's blown up a couple times, I think. Like, I guess Eckler started off pretty slow, but last two weeks, 34 and 32 points. Um, yeah, I, I want to point out that he has Taysom Hill on his bench. It is Taysom Hill no longer a quarterback in our league, um, I think is an interesting question. Because Taysom Hill had 33.75 points on his bench, and very much could be the same starting quarterback this week, could he not? Um, we can look into that. Something to look into. Yeah. I assume is he eligible? going to be DP for him. He hasn't played him that much, has he? Uh, Who is? Question. Brees Hall. He uh, has started him every week, so no. Every week. Uh, Knowing he was going to go one and fifteen, he probably should have. Yeah, that's an oversight. I also think Brian might need a reminder that we have a super flex league now. So <laughs> and that the DP exists. Yeah, that, yeah. that's been a rule since two thousand six. I, I so, don't yeah. know if he would know what that means if he said it to him. So. <laughs> he'd yeah. probably get he'd probably get mad at us and be like, "What? I don't, how am I supposed to know that?" Well, yeah, and he, you know, we know how he feels about offseason trades, so. Yeah. We'll see how many years it takes for him to finally make one. But uh, uh, let's send it to Logan to talk about our good friend freelancers. Yes, thank you, Scott. Freelancers moved to four and one on the year after a thirteen-point victory over C City Boston. C City, who started the year off scorching hot, putting up big point totals led by Jamar Chase and Amon Ross St. Brown. 
have really cooled off in recent weeks. Jamar Chase only scoring 8.5 and a disappointing 3.8 for Amon Ra uh, led to C-City falling short and falling to 3-2. and two. It was close, though, as the Patriots' defense put up 24 points, making Monday night an interesting matchup for freelancers. But Josh Jacobs scored over 27 points to pull ahead and get the comfortable victory. Kevin, owner of freelancers, acknowledged that he was pleased with his team's focus and dedication during the week. A quarterback room in flux with multiple trades and new people coming in and out will disrupt any locker room. He stated to me that he was proud of the dedication and focus of his team, and it really bodes well for them down the stretch run. Back to you. It's just, wow. it's just so, so great. For someone who's no, who knows nothing about fantasy football, he can fake his way pretty good through this whole thing. Um, C City, I think, to me is is going to be fine. I think they have a good team. Just had a, had a not very good week. Freelancers, I'm excited for. Uh, Traded with me to get Kyler Murray, I think makes him uh, legit if he wasn't already. Uh, not going to lie, though, questioning the Geno Smith move. Uh, that means what? He's sending Russell Wilson to the bench. I know Russell Wilson hasn't been very good, but he's still Russell Wilson, and he still has what 12 more weeks to kind of figure this thing out with all the weapons they have. But, hey, we'll see how that plays out for him. Josh Jacobs, pretty awesome. That seems like a sleeper pick. Did he keep him or did he draft him? Third round, it says. That seems like a pretty good pick. I believe, yeah. He's going to be in good shape. Christian McCaffrey, by the way, still playing. Impressive. Still there? Is he going to get traded? He's made it. Buffalo Bill. Yeah, we heard about this. I I think if McCaffrey gets traded to the Bills, I think that actually probably hurts McCaffrey from a fantasy standpoint. Um, just with how Buffalo uses or doesn't use their running backs. Um, I mean, I get he's he moved to an awesome team with an awesome offense, but they have so many weapons that that could kind of screw up Kevin a little bit, but he's got, he's got some options. So he's, his team is seem I think his roster other than NWO seems the best at this point comparatively. I guess we have, yeah, I mean, he's got, he's yet. got Ezekiel Elliott on the bench. That's, Pretty good in a 16-person league. How about his draft think. picks of Olave and Garrett Wilson, too? Both really good young wide receivers that are DP eligible, obviously, and just have good value. I think Garrett Wilson was like a 13th rounder is when he got Garrett Wilson, which I guess now that I say that I look at it the last two weeks have not been very good for Garrett Wilson, uh, but he's shown something at least as a, as a nice 13th round DP eligible player. Um, I don't know. I, it's, we're talking about Lance both competing this year and being good in future years. That just seems like noteworthy, right? Yeah, Nico Collins too. He's been pretty good, yeah. and he's on a he drafted tenth or something like that. Or we'll we'll see how the in season management that the owner himself has uh, called himself out, out on. So we'll we'll see. He's got he's got some more picks to waste here in the coming weeks. So we'll. We'll find out what he does. There you go. Uh, Dan, why don't you talk about uh, Bobby talk FC? About you? Yeah. yeah, Bobby FC and Corncob TD here. Uh, feels like it just was like a weird matchup. I just feel like, <laughs> I mean, Josh Allen obviously is incredible. 
Uh, he had four touchdowns. And I feel like in the old, in 424 yards, the old league, this was like a 40 plus point performance by a quarterback, only 28.8 in the newer league scoring. I know it's not new anymore. We're all over it kind of, but um, this felt like a massive performance for Josh Allen. Still was 28.8. It's nothing, you know, it's still really good, but uh, I, I haven't added it up, but it feels like three players on Bobby FC could have beat Corkout this week. Maybe not quite, but, but pretty close. Uh, Cowboys defense, everybody knew they were going to, uh, dominate the Rams, right? Uh, no, nobody knows that ever about the Cowboys defense. Uh, and then on the Corn Cobb side, I feel like Scott, I mean, you're going to say your team sucks. I still feel like there's plenty of potential here. Uh, Mariota has been fine. Herbert has been underwhelming. So you're going to need more out of him no matter what. Cup is incredible. If you could just get one more solid player, I think your roster moves from middle of the pack to top four pretty quickly. Sure, there's not a lot of depth, but from a true top starting lineup standpoint, I feel like it could look pretty good if you get one more, whether it's a good running back or, or a good wide receiver. So you're saying if I would have gotten Eno Benjamin this week yes. instead of Logan, that would have, that would have he done He is it. a future pro bowler, as we all know who that is. <laughs> um, but yes. Or if Darnell Mooney was half of what he was expected to be this year. Yeah, that dude sucks. I, I think you would feel a little bit better. The good news is Kamara might be back because that, that could be huge. If Kamara's actually back, that, that changes I mean, your outlook here. If, if, I lose, if I lose this championship in the final, um, which is where I'm going, it's going to be because I didn't trade Rashad Penny to NWO uh, when he asked for him, and I just ignored him. That was disappointing, and then he broke his leg. So that that's a turning point for my confidence in my team. Wow. Uh, Some insider information coming out. Yeah. Uh, also, and, can I be totally honest with you? On Sunday afternoon when you messaged me back just and said, okay, I guess I'll trade him now, I was like, <laughs> oh, cool. I had no idea. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, did something happen? It took me a while to figure out. So no uh, longer interested. Almost, almost got you. Uh, but last note here, just uh, screw Tyler Conklin. The hell, yeah, that wasn't cool. That was not just, cool. That nice Jets dropped forty points, and their good tight end has zero points. One target. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, I, I feel like we're that. looking at two playoff teams here. No matter which way you look at, I like both of these teams. Love it. The Love your confidence. Yeah, like, he really killed me in DFS this week too. That was disappointing. Oh man, yeah. That's Bobby just Bobby just trucking along, right? Setting up to make the playoffs yet again. And lose in the first round yet again. So That's what he does. Congrats, Bob. Uh, a couple more games here. Logan, talk about Dan. Yes, a big weekend for Dan's shitty team as they get their first victory of the year in a somewhat surprising manner, scoring 72 points, led by Aaron Rodgers and Kareem Hunt, as well as uh, what's his name, Mike Williams, who scored 18 points. Uh, they get the victory over what has become a disappointing Birds of Prey team. Absolutely ravaged by in- injuries. Birds of Prey fall to two and three, only scoring 62 points on the week. Delvin Cook and Jeffrey Wilson at running back combined for almost 45 points for Birds of Prey. However, the rest of the team averaging about two points uh, did them in. 
I spoke with Dan after the game who said he was ecstatic for his team in the big victory. He also added that he was so happy that Teddy Bridgewater hurt his shoulder and got a concussion, which allowed him to get the victory because that meant Teddy didn't score. We can question Dan's morals, but whether, but you can't deny the fact that he is now one and four on the year and primed to maybe win a couple more games. Back to you. It I just had like a Madden halftime show. This is amazing. And I, I, he's right on. And I just have to point out that what I had to dodge to win this horrible, horrible matchup Teddy Bridgewater gets a whatever sort of concussion thing on the first play of the game. So he doesn't play. Coming into the week, Literally three starters, Tua, DeAndre Swift, and Dak Prescott are all out. And then he's got uh, Gabriel Davis on his bench who scored 30 points. And if you would have started him over Thielen or Kirk, you know, that that obviously does me in. So I would uh, also like to point out, though, that you could have scored plenty more points as well. True. And I did have some stuff on my bench. Is, uh, yeah was quite strong this week compared to some of the folks that you chose to start, but Hey, you know what? A win's a win. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's, it's just fitting because obviously in the week I trade Kyler Murray, my best player by far is the week I get my first win. Just proving that fantasy football is probably the dumbest thing in the world. Um, But Hey, it gets us on the pot every week talking shit. So I guess I'm in. Who do I play this week? I'm I'm an, I'm uh, starting a win streak. I'm calling it now. I'm starting a win streak this week. If you're playing buff boys, you'll be okay. Am I right? Yeah. Hey, no, I got the green. Uh, don't don't worry about that's, me. That's right. We've talked about that. Uh, Dan, we, we have play five A bastards. Oh, is that what we have left? Is that a segue? Speaking of five A bastards, what a game that was, Dan. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Great game. Nail-biter game. Uh, I mean, what else can you say? Mahomes and Saquon Barkley. Great picks. Been consistent. I mean, if if Derek is going to get what he's gotten out of the last two or three weeks from DK Metcalf, that's a pretty good top three in Mahomes, Barkley, and Metcalf moving forward. Um, I mean, DJ Moore, I know, was supposed to be good this year. Benched him this week, didn't do much again. Uh, we'll see what a change of quarterback in Carolina does. But like this team for Derek, uh, on the other side, primetime, heartbreaking loss. But really, can you expect to win when you're starting Matt Ryan as your only quarterback and hanging on to Jordan Love over there? I love how Jordan Love is projected to get 0.49 points this week <laughs> because why? Um, but, yeah, I think Paul, again, Kind of like I said earlier, two playoff teams here in this matchup, both at three and two now. Um, Diggs and Justin Jefferson, great one-two punch at wide receiver. Alan Lazard, Alan Lazard is good. Running backs are solid now. Melvin Gordon is his starting running back alongside Aaron Jones. This is a good team from prime time. Why he does not want to buy Aaron Rodgers for me is beyond me. Um, so you know we're 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 going to keep we're going to keep on him for that. We'll see what he ends up giving me for Aaron Rodgers here when he. When he realizes he could be a top three, four team if he just had someone a little bit better than Matt Ryan. I like the sell job. <laughs> well, there you go. That is the the week that was. Uh, speaking of trades, let's uh, let's talk about some trades. We had a lively discussion about Joe Burrow a couple weeks ago, and we'd love to get some insider. 
uh, feedback on, on that discussion and uh, were we right that you were just trying to shake up the league? Just trying to bring a little excitement in week four, you know? Um, I mean, Joe Burrow is not going to win you leagues, not this league at least. He's a fine quarterback. He's probably going to get you double digits most weeks, but he's never going to, he's never going to score 30 here. So, I mean, I, I felt like he was expendable and I wanted some receiver depth. Uh, so I feel like I, I accomplished that um, in the moment. That's good. That's interesting. And what, 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 interesting. what quarterbacks on your roster now? I'm rocking. Well, should we talk about that? Yeah, do you want, let's, let's get to that. Let's, let's get to that. We have a trade to announce on the podcast. I think it's uh, been it emailed. Appears, though. It's not like it has been emailed, but oh, I just saw it. and this doesn't come out until tomorrow. So, uh, Marquise Brown has been traded for Russell Wilson and oh, a okay, second and... round pick. <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you left off the thing of value in that transaction. <laughs> yeah, Russell uh, so Wilson was a, was a throw in. So now I've got Ryan Tannehill and Russell Wilson. And Dan, to your point, like Russell Wilson has been horrible this year, but he may, he may be okay down the road. And honestly, I'm hoping he has a bounce back and has some additional trade value for me in the future. My That's brain my thinking there. I just can't. I just I cannot. Cannot with this trade. Lance is losing me. First, he trades a fourth and a ninth for fucking Geno Smith. Now he trades for Marquise Brown a week before DeAndre Hopkins comes back. What in the actual fuck is going on here? Isn't there like something that we say about in-season management? (laughs) My God, people. Uh, My brain hurts right now that Marquise Brown fetched more than Kyler Murray did. I mean, it is a 2024 second round pick. Yeah, so that's true. You do have to look to the future. To really I mean, receive your dividends, but Dan, you complain about that he, Marquise Brown got more than Kyler Murray, but who was the person negotiating the Kyler Murray trade? <laughs> You're right. Like, You're right. Just... <laughs> um, I did not. I did not realize that I got player. two firsts um, for <laughs> Kyler Murray. But uh, you know, I, I guess I'll learn better next time. Uh, but no, I mean, in all seriousness, yeah, 2024 second, like whatever, go. Lance has got to go try to win the league. He's got to go try to win the league with the team he's got right now. Uh, you traded for Geno, so once you do that, you're clearly going to start him over Russell Wilson, I guess, going forward. I just do not envy him when they bench Geno in a few weeks to see what Drew Locke has, because that's going to really screw up his roster. Well, and then uh, Blue 32 is going to come out of nowhere with <laughs> Drew Locke. Exactly. Playing the long game, that's all. <laughs> so, hey, I like the aggressiveness by Lance, though. Really, I like the aggressiveness by Lance. Yeah. I like what Rossman is doing now. I, I, I'm not saying I, I hate the Joe Burrow trade by any means. I just feel like when you look at quarterbacks in this league, he's clearly a really good quarterback. He would have been a keeper for you again next year, too, is what I was thinking. So I just wanted to ask you about that piece with what you got back yeah he's a second get over that yeah he's a second next year i believe and i think he's a borderline keeper i don't know if it's a 
guarantee, um, especially I think there's a fair amount of quarterbacks coming up on contract too, to kind of refresh the pool. So, yeah, I didn't think he was a, a lock, and I felt like C.D. Lamb, all, I think it was a third, second or third. Second. Yeah, so kind of a wash from that perspective. Okay. So help me a little bit because I – I think I've told you, I just think trades are fun. Like it's just another way for like the give us something to talk about from that perspective. So as it, as, as you kind of go to one and four, I'm assuming that's not what you had in mind, but I appreciate that you're still like active out there, like always negotiating, trying to uh, better the team for now and into the future. So the question is, is, after we back-to-back weeks of trades, do you got anything else cooking? And what's the uh, what's the 2024 obsession versus um, 2023? Yeah, it's great. It's a great question. Um, yeah, I mean, I've had some I've had some reflection, and I'm I'm looking at this league in 2022 as a as a two team race right now. It's it's NWO and, and freelancers. Me sitting at one and four, I, I'm not feeling like I can make enough ground up at this point, even at, after week five, to really be competitive with those two behemoths out there. So I, I'm proud to say that the little buff boys are in in full selling mode now. Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely some things cooking. I think there's you know something we we could announce right now if we wanted to. Um, I don't, even, I don't even want to hear it. Uh, yeah, you don't. Trust me, Dan, you don't. I know. I, I just knew where it was going, and I just <laughs> am going to shake my fucking head because I hate when this shit all happens, but I, you just, there's nothing you can do to prevent it, so go ahead. Logan, you want the honors? Well, if you don't mind. Uh, <laughs> can we wow. drop him, Scott, quick? How do we drop him? Do we need, do we need like, a, a drum roll? Or... Can we get a drum roll here? We need here? a sounder. We have, like, a... Something Breaking news sounder. We need to develop that. Apparently, has yeah, this ever it. happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> the um, the NWO have acquired Tennessee running back Derrick Henry and Dallas Cowboy wide receiver Ceedee Lamb <laughs> in exchange for a 2026 14th round draft pick. Okay. <laughs> in exchange for T. Higgins, a 2024 first round draft pick, a 2024 sixth round draft pick, as well as an escalator. That oh, boy. oh, God. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, I'm really excited about this. Specifically designed to piss off Scott. I think when this sure. this part of the trade developed, I think my exact words were, Scott's going to hate this. <laughs> and then I was like, well, no, let me make sure to announce it on the pod so that Dan can hate it too. In yeah. Yeah. So assuming is, NWO goes back to back as champions. <laughs> so I don't uh, have to worry about this. Okay, this uh, there is a 2024 second round draft pick also included. If you if, win this year and next year. Yes. If I win one first and one second, there's a 2024 third. And if I make the championship twice, there's a 2024 fourth. Wow. 
So you are giving up a first, fourth, and sixth in 2024. Potentially a Poten- fourth. I mean, assuming you get to the championship. Both years, yes. Wow. What hap- so wait, wait, hold on a second. What happens if you make it to the championship this year only? Nothing. Nothing. So it's, it would just be Higgins in a first. And a sixth. And a sixth. I cannot... Dan, I think this is turning into like the new primetime where he would go in all in and just be like rocking the whole season and then just blow up in the playoffs and we all loved it so much. Yeah, it would be incredible if that actually happens. I just don't see anybody even attempting besides Lance to challenge him, which is a little scary to me. But I mean, I don't know. I guess if you love T Higgins as a fourth next year, Great, but it's a 2024 first. Yep. Yeah. So I'm. So right now yeah. I'm sitting. So how many picks do you have in 2024? All of the picks. Part. Literally everything. <laughs> give me all of your 2024 picks. <laughs> so I've got two firsts, two seconds, and two thirds right now, and then I guess two potentially sixths. additional, and then yeah, that. potentially. Wow. More. I don't Which, care, but it's not. I'm not going to draft. I'm not going to draft them all in 2024. But it gives me assets for next year, or on leading up to the draft in 2024. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm acquiring assets for the next couple of years, knowing that this isn't going to happen this year, and I think there's going to be a lot more people looking to sell than buy this year, given how good the NWO look right now and freelancers right behind them. So I'm happy to have made deals with them now when I'm thinking not as many people are going to go chasing this year. So So it's funny. It's funny because literally before we start talking about that, that trade or whatever, I looked at your roster and I was like, your roster (laughs) before this trade actually looks pretty good. Yeah. Even though you're one in four, you've also put up what, what the fourth most points in the league or something. Like there's nothing that, I mean, I still probably would have called you a 50-50 shot at the playoffs when you have a guy like Derrick Henry. Russell Wilson will absolutely get better. CeeDee Lamb will get better when Dak comes back, right? Like, there's definitely some upside with your roster as it stood a few minutes ago. Um, but I get it. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 can't, I can't say anything. I, I, I've never actually tanked in this league. In my history, in this entire league, I've never tanked. And now I did it at when I was 0 4 or whatever. And I, I'm not fully taking, I guess, but trading my best player. So I, I can't criticize it. I just, it sucks because I thought your team was actually fine to make a run to get back to go for it. Um, but I, I think well, there's nothing worse than having a 50 50 chance at making the playoffs. I, I like, like in anything in life, there's nothing worse than being in the middle. So, yeah, I guess I understand that, but also it's like fucking fantasy football. Like, you, you want to be like out of it five weeks in? I mean, I, I don't know. That's I'm going to win this week for sure. Well, right. So, I, and that's the other thing is it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see now what happens. Um, but no, I, whatever. I, I get it from your perspective. I think I get it more so from Logan's because I think, you know, this fucking dynasty pot that he created himself and now he's going to go try to win, Very which smart. is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever yeah. heard. Of all the dumb shit I've had in fantasy football in my life, that's the dumbest thing ever. Uh, but it's there, and he's going to go win it now. So Wait, that is the it. dumbest thing that yep. you can come up Single with? Single dumbest thing in any fantasy league I've ever had. Oh, and you know what? You know what I compare it Have to? Have you played fantasy football? Is in my other league, we get, we get return <laughs> yards. Every 40 return yards is a point. 
and the dynasty pod is actually dumber than that. But hey, it's a rule. That's kind of cool. Let's uh, <laughs> add it for next year. It's, it's a rule. <laughs> yeah. and Logan is going to go win it. So now here's here's the thing, right? So if, if Rosman is right and everybody's going to bail out this year, is that going to happen again next year? Because Logan's team will be just as good next year. I mean, um, that's, that's the plan. Right. So I think we need to <laughs> band together, those of us who know what the hell we're doing a little bit. Yeah, we need to stop trading players to lance and nwo at this point (laughs) is there another team like can we all just can we all just pick a team to give our players to to help i think right like maybe blue 32 blue 32 i I, even it pains me to say if we can get krapai as a quarterback um (laughs) and and maybe and maybe another running back we can uh we yeah. Let's focus group a quarterback for Krapies. I like yeah, that idea. Like Russell yeah. Wilson is available. <laughs> <laughs> a good quarterback. A good quarterback. For a 2024 pick, <laughs> I, I heard. Yeah. Jesus. I did, wow. I will this say, is... and we did talk a little bit about this. It also creates a very interesting incentive for little buff boys for next year to give me all of their good players no that yeah but that's not gonna happen so we've already There's... made trades and agreements that that will happen next year as well dan so um, we appreciate uh, that you know your reaction to that ahead of time yeah, yeah. Um, you'll, you'll, I'm be, glad... you'll be down an owner then if that's the case i'm uh, glad we have that recorded as evidence incredible uh when it comes to the commissioner courts um <laughs> So, so the other thing that's going to be fun about this, so the other thing that could be fun about this is if we're all together in Vegas this off season and Logan has like eight potential keepers, like he's going to be trying to like go crazy with acquiring more picks. I mean, like for for someone who knows absolutely nothing about football and doesn't know half the players on his team, like the dude might as well play the lottery because you know he he probably wins something at this point. Uh, but he's going to have a lot of ammo this offseason, which which will be really interesting. Well, and I, and I will say a big part of the trade, like the win, and it was actually Paul who opened the door to 2024, was, as I was saying before, it's hard when I look at there's a window here for a couple of years of being really good, and I want to go all in, and I want to win, because I've historically sucked in this league, um, and it's not enjoyable to just give away $100 every year. Um 120 because the dynasty pot. That's right. right. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) That it's that when the door was open for 2024, that was a big change in kind of how I was like, okay, now this is something that could absolutely happen because protecting both most of my keepers as well as my picks for next year um, is, is huge. And that way, if Kevin decides to do something stupid and make another trade, I still have the ability to kind of counter that out. So um, we, I'm optimistic. Only problem is, is I didn't really realize either that Derrick Henry is on bye this week, so I'm still stuck starting Eno Benjamin. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to roll with that for one week and see what happens. I, I, I just want to point out to... – oh, go ahead, Paul. I, I was just saying, I think what it comes down to is that Logan and I – are playing chess and, and you guys are playing checkers. That's very true. Yeah, we could call it that, I guess. Um, <laughs> I just want to point out, because I, I remember thinking about this on draft night. We all kind of talked about it. Lamar Jackson falling to Logan at six 
excuse me, Birds of Play took Dalvin Cook right before him, which I think most of us in this league would have probably gone Lamar there. Uh, I think all of us would have, knowing just how how crazy two or three quarterbacks can make things, right? We've seen now that Allen, Jackson, and Mahomes are just head and shoulders above like everybody else from quarterback standpoint. And then also the more egregious one was Travis Kelsey just falling right into his lap in the second round. Um, so I think Scott admitted that you were thinking about taking Kelsey at 15 instead of Kamara. And I'm pretty sure Luke thought about it as well. So, uh, you know, just when, the, when all this shit goes crazy and Logan is unbearable for the next 10 years because he wins back-to-back titles, uh, I'm coming after you guys because you guys are complicit in that as well. So, you know, just wanted to make sure we have that on record. Well, the good news is when he goes back to back, he'll have won the dynasty pot and can send us all to Vegas then for the next year. Yeah, I think there's a clause in there that says if you win the dynasty pot, it, it gets re- it gets dispersed, you know, in in you know poker chips or drinks or whatever cabanas, you know. Hey, that, that actually, you know what? I will commit to that right now. If I win the dynasty pot, all of my dynasty winnings will go back into the league to make our destination draft the following year just super awesome. Wow. 100%. I what, what a beautiful man. And I would like also like to point out that if you'd like to ensure that I win, that <laughs> as a result. <laughs> I love it. Logan's going up- to upgrade me to a uh, presidential suite. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, yeah. Paul gets a room by himself. <laughs> the rest of us are going to be sharing like three and four people in a room. Uh, like at the Rio or something. Does that still exist? I don't even know. No, Dan, uh, Dan you were in the best Western down the yeah, road. Like, yeah, I'm in. Um, I'm actually in Reno. You're in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm in Summerlin. <laughs> I'm in Summerlin, not on the golf course, but I, in like a two bedroom Airbnb down the street. I hear Carson City's lovely. In yeah, yeah, beautiful. Uh, but in, in all seriousness, I know we did a lot with this league the last couple of years, and we wanted to make like trades and engagement and shit way a bigger deal. I mean, it's been so fucking fun, has it not? The last well, shit, how about the last two months? It's been so fun with all the action, all the trades, a lot of engagement, which I think is awesome. I mean, I personally, I think I've talked one on one with every single person in the league in Slack, except Blue Thirty Two, Brian. Um, well, I mean, it's just been awesome, right? It's been so much more fun in, the, in years past. And I'm, I'm actually the worst team I've ever been. But I feel like I'm having more fun than ever. So, I mean, hey, whatever. Fuck you, Logan. Fuck you, Rossman, for doing this trade. But it's fun. We both got better today. <laughs> We're all better people because of it. Yeah. Can I play Ross? Wait, when do I play Rossman? I need to see this. I'm about to go. I'm about to go forecast and figure out is there a way I can scrap back? Because like you said, Paul, like yes, being being in the middle sucks. But now, like because I started 0 4 and I traded my best player, I kind of want to do everything possible to try to make the playoffs. Because clearly, half the league is not. Yeah. You don't play Rossman this year at all. Is that even possible? Well, there's only 14 games, and there's. He's the one. How do, how, play. Do we, how do we not have a protected rivalry? That seems like a mess. <laughs> yeah. What? We don't have protected rivalries yet. Oh, my God. There's another division scheduling thing that we can do. Our division here. doesn't play uh, their division, which do I play... seems to be, work out pretty nicely yeah. for us. Yeah, you're right. That's pretty good. <laughs> this is uh, interesting. 
See, yeah. you might be you might be a 50-50 playoff team at one and four. Yeah, shit. Well, hey, the good news is if Lancers, if Lancers goes deep, that means I get the first or second pick of the second round next year. So, you know, that could be worth something pretty good. But yeah. I like right. it. Any, way to blow it up, guys. Way to blow up the podcast. Yeah, way to blow up the league. This was great. I, I mean, we didn't have any other topics, so this was great. Uh, anything else from week five or moving into week six? Week six. Let's talk about 2024. Okay, about... <laughs> yeah, Jesus. 2024. So the God, funny thing God is, too, like, when, I, when I traded Jamal Williams – it was like, oh my God, what just happened? Jamal Williams for his seventh, and then he blows up, and Swift is out for three weeks, and whatever. I mean, now that's like the most insignificant trade of anything that's happened over the last week or two. I mean, yeah, the, I think the, after after the fifth round, like picks are you're just reaching and trying to get lucky, hit on something. So gotta go big. But I do think we need to talk about the NFL moving an entire division to Europe. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. You didn't see that news today? Yeah, four teams, Europe, no. 2025. No way. Yeah, it looks like two in London, one in Germany, and one TBD. Were we just adding franchises now, or what? what's happening? It's here? what it appears to be, yes. We're, a- we're adding, we're, we're going to 36 teams. Listen, they I could do. they could take the Lions. Yeah, they could just yeah. move them. I don't I don't even care at this point. Just, no, I'd just rather keep in. the Lions in the division. Thank you. Uh, like the circus animal. Yes, <laughs> they are kind of a circus. <laughs> they just don't matter. Like they're not people. They're not real people. Ouch! Jamal Williams would like to have a word. Everything is fine. I'm an embarrassing Barry. <laughs> God, are you guys high? I swear to God, you yes. guys high. <laughs> uh, Told you, Barry. <laughs> like, what? Uh, yeah, this is going to go off the rails real quick. I still haven't seen the up. second season of that show to this day. Was that oh, two years God. ago? Though? I mean, there's no excuse. It's 50 minutes long. I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's better than season one. If that's even possible, it is. is. It really? Is it really? Yeah. You actually, you actually believe it's better than season one? I do. Yeah. Wow. Usually, well, what's your what's your favorite sketch? If you were to pick one sketch right now, what would you do? Oh, Put you man. on the spot. I know. I mean, we have a draft. We have a draft coming up. Real, point, real Sophie's yeah. choice here. Yeah. Um. I think game night with Howie is still probably my favorite. Wow. <laughs> Gaspacho burned my mouth. <laughs> uh, wow, that's a that's a surprising one. I wouldn't have expected that. Well, because you don't appreciate the household names, like Roy Donk. <laughs> that's true. No, I tiny, understand that. Tiny boots, quick, shorterly. Uh, that's a good choice, though. I, I think Ghost Tour is also very high. Ghost high Ghost Tour is getting higher and higher because it's interesting. Ghosts. <laughs> Uh, uh, the mall though. Carl Havoc. Carl Havoc. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't get much better. That is a yeah, season two, guys. Season two is better. It is. Even like the 
oh, this is, I told you it was going to turn into a yep. fucking. I don't care. Like, Crashmore is so fucking funny. Crashmore is great. It took me a while like to it. really fall in love with it, but man, is it good? He said that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there you go. Uh, season two, I think you should leave us out there now. It's actually renewed for season three, everyone. So, oh my get, god, get excited for that! It's coming. Holy shit! Uh, little buff, little buff boys, also good sketch. Yep. Wait, that's a that's a thing from that show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And so is Corn Cob TDs. Yeah, I expected that from yeah Scott. Often flop, baby. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna be nice to you. You technically haven't clicked clicked accept on the trade yet, so <laughs> I'm not gonna be a dick quite yet. It's a great show. I love your name. You need you need you need you need me to accept it at this point. I don't know who. I've literally clicked on respond to trade offer probably 20 times. It doesn't take me anywhere because this website is complete garbage. Oh boy, here we okay, go. That's where we're gonna end oh, the podcast. It would create, right. uh, it would create um, an invalid roster for the NWO. So I'd make, oh, I don't know if you so need you're to... making trades that aren't valid. Yeah, the the site sucks because it's enforcing the rules of the. So league. what do I have to do? How do I fix that? Just tell the commissioner. I have to draft somebody. Or that too. Hmm. Okay. This is great podcast content. Uh, we're gonna end <laughs> talk now. about a cliffhanger to leave him with. Who's he gonna draft? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're losing it. Week six, everybody have a great time. I hope it's successful for everybody, except for Logan and Eno Benjamin. I hope Eno Benjamin sucks. Um, And we'll see you all in week six at some point, right? I'm looking forward to you. Sounds great. We'll see you then. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.